Today on Uncover Wealth Radio, I speak to Dario Cucci. We are speaking all around mindset and limiting beliefs, and this is a great conversation I thoroughly enjoyed. As a bit of a background to Dario, he started his company On Call Business over four years ago to provide small business owners with powerful mindset, communication, and sales coaching services. Since starting the company, he's held several seminars and workshops in the UK and in Switzerland. He provides one-to-one sales coaching, group sales coaching, and also holds in-person self-development events and intensive sales training workshops. So let's dive in. Dario, it's great to speak to you. Welcome to Uncover Wealth Radio. Thank you, Annette, for having me. I'm uh, excited to be here. I am excited to speak. So today we are speaking about a subject that I love to learn about and I love to speak about and share about, and that is mindset and limiting beliefs. So tell me, Dario, when did you first realize that mindset in business was important? time when I got offered a job to work with a company that an agency that promoted Anthony Robbins. I don't know if you heard about him. I'm sure yeah. you have. <laughs> I'm sure most of our listeners have too. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> that was actually the first, not the first time, but the most impactful time where I realized the importance of mindset. And because what happened was for about four or five years, I was working as a personal trainer and had a franchise with Fitness First at the time. And I switched careers. I got into, you know, NLP training with Dr. Tad James and Adriana back in Australia. And I learned timeline therapy and hypnosis and all that beautiful stuff. And I started applying that with, you know, my private coaching clients, but then I also got offered to work with a company that promoted Anthony Robbins events like Dead with Destiny, Unleash the Power Within. Mm-hmm. And for the first time I had a job where I didn't see the person. I saw, I heard their, their voices when I spoke to them, mm-hmm. but I didn't see them. And even though I had a positive mindset, um, it was complete, you know, complete new territory for me in the way that I applied myself in, you know, building the trust and all of that. And so at first I thought, well, it will be easy because I'm training NLP and all that stuff. Little did I know it wasn't as easy as I thought it would be. And I was based on a commission-based salary, which meant that if I didn't sell, I didn't make money. Yeah. And um, for two weeks, I literally, I called people that heard about him, but haven't really done much. So literally cold leads, if you want. Yeah. And because they haven't heard from the company for at least half a year, mm-hmm. I had to regain their trust again and build up that relationship. And so I got very frustrated during the first two weeks because I didn't make any sales at all. And I remember getting up one morning, looking in my bank account, I got about $300 left in my bank account. Didn't know how I'm going to pay the rent. That was nine hundred dollars. Yeah. And I thought to myself, if I am not going to make a sale today, I'm going to quit this job and get a regular job um, that has a secure income. And I had this mindset today: either I'm going to make a sale or I'm going to quit. 
Yeah. And for whatever reason, on that day, I ended up going with a certain level of confidence in, followed up with an existing lead that was interesting date with destiny. Mm-hmm. And through the way that I held the conversation and through the way that I gave myself, you know, over the phone and that I kept on going forward and back, asking my supervisor questions and then answering them over the phone. Mm-hmm. And at the end, I asked, I asked that person, a lady, so are you now ready to commit yourself to date with destiny and get the ticket? And she was like, yes. And I was oh. like, yeah. <laughs> and that was my first sale that I made that literally saved my life. Mm. Because not only did I end up getting the sale, I made a thousand dollar commission on that sale. And it literally saved my life because I had enough money to pay for my rent. Yeah. And from there on, my career progressed and I made an, an average of about five to ten thousand dollars in monthly sales commission doing that kind of selling over the phone literally of programs of tony robbins later on through other mentors and experts and that that ultimately proved to me that the mindset is such an important factor because if i hadn't had that mindset Mm -hmm. i believe i would have not made that sale yeah well you were almost and you were almost in a kind of well, I'm just going to go for it because I have nothing to lose situation as well, weren't you? Because if you'd already decided, well, you know what, by the end of the day, if I don't make a sale, I'm out of here anyway. It's not like they're going to sack me. I'm gone because I need to find the cash somehow. You almost kind of force yourself into that. Well, I've got nothing to lose here. So I may as well just give this my all and go for it. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that is one of the reasons why I ended up being becoming very successful in what I did when I was working for the companies before I ended up, you know, starting my own business. Mm. So, you know, that mindset ultimately has a driving factor on why you are closing sales. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And so, Dario, you say that mindset controls about 95% of our outcomes and our behaviors to sell more and serve our clients better. Tell me how that works. 95% is huge. It is. Yeah, absolutely. Because, well, the thing about this is as soon as we have make assumption about the clients, making assumption about certain things that we believe in, you know, and that we might not even consciously believe we might just on a subconscious level, believe that like, you know, how many times we hear that say, you know, money doesn't grow on trees, right? As an example. Now, as a business professional, you might not think about that consciously, but on a subconscious level, you go like, when it's hard and you have a lot of bills to pay, you go, well, money doesn't grow on trees. The reason I say it's 95% is because most of our actions and and the things that we do when it comes to talking to people uh, in the way that we lead people and the way that we are actually dealing with customers Mm -hmm. has to do with our belief systems. Mm -hmm. So everything that you believe in conscious and on a subconscious level, both ultimately drives you to do those actions or inactions. So if you have the belief that I'm not a good salesperson, then guess what? Every time you help, you're holding a conversation that will be tainted 
because yeah. you will not come across confidence because you got that belief i'm not a good salesperson yeah and you almost get proved right don't you you get proved correct and, and that fuels your belief as well exactly and so that's why i say 95 percent. because how many times do we self-sabotage by making assumptions mm -hmm. like i give you an example i have so many clients and past clients that came to me and said you know what i do believe that i'm worth asking for more money but what if people cannot afford me mm -hmm. so before they even tell the person what they want they will actually compromise and go lower yeah. And then on top of that, most of the times they give away way too much stuff for free just so that they get a client. And most of the time they that person is then not a good client because they're late with payments, they're not paying it correctly and so on and so forth. They are canceling the program halfway through. Why? Because you have the belief, I, you know what, I don't want to charge too much, which is a limiting belief to again, or people can't afford me. Well, how do you know? Yeah, or the belief that people will come in and they'll cancel halfway through and then they do. Exactly. So, and those are all, I believe on a, they are on a subconscious level ingrained in you. Sometimes you carry beliefs that are not even your own. They are from your parents. Yeah. So your parents might have told you, you can only be successful when you work hard yeah you know um, which you know i'm not saying it's not true but there's also people that work hard and have fun and have success yeah. where and then there is people that that don't work hard and they have success why is that because they have a different belief they might say you know what i enjoy my work and as a result i make a lot of money yeah, I completely agree. And I also see this all the time <laughs> with the with the clients we've worked with as well, particularly the pieces around pricing and those and the beliefs, the self-beliefs around pricing. Hmm. It's so fascinating. So in this situation where I think we can all agree that our mindset is kind of driving our results ultimately, um, consciously or subconsciously, but certainly significantly impacting our yeah. results what can we do in order to move our mindset into a state that's going to actually support yeah. what we say that we want to achieve or what we believe we want to achieve well there is i mean there is no shortcut to be quite honest i think that i can you have a magic wand Dario? no magic wand <laughs> no no magic wand unfortunately but i think one thing you can do is you need to work on yourself i mean this is why people come to me ultimately and uh, to work on that stuff so that it can help them but one of the things that you can do is you can change the way you are looking at your beliefs so let's say you have negative beliefs mm -hmm change them around and practice every day to tell you differently so it's a very that's like a i say that's the logical process so it eventually goes into the subconscious mind if you want it to be faster then come to me and i do like a timeline therapy or things like that where i work directly with your subconscious mind and help you reprogram that and even eliminate those limiting beliefs and so I guess give an example if you had to believe i'm not a good salesperson 
as a negative limiting belief, you could go the opposite is I'm a great salesperson and I love closing sales. So now you got, and then what you do is you write that on the, say on the mirror mm -hmm. and every morning when you're brushing your teeth, when you're doing anything, you see that one sentence that's a positive. Mm -hmm. And you might even say it out loud a few times each day in the morning and in the evening to remind yourself that. And guess what? The more you do that, the more it will actually help you shift your subconscious mind in your beliefs. Mm. Yeah, and I guess I guess some of these these kind of uh, conscious beliefs are probably the I'm going to say easiest for one yeah. better word uh, ones to work on ourselves because mm. they're the most obvious to us as as humans as individuals, and therefore we can kind of catch ourselves, you know, telling ourselves those conscious ones. But I suspect for many, many people, it's those really underlying subconscious ones, actually, that, that are tripping them up really frequently. But the thing is that they've not even been brought to consciousness level yet. And mm -hmm. therefore, actually, they're going to be a bit more stubborn to try and find and identify and pick out, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's where what needs to happen is then you have someone like me where I can guide you to communicate with your subconscious mind and pinpoint and help you find where was the first event for you to resolve it. Because when you resolve the first event that caused that limiting belief, then all the other limiting beliefs will actually disappear as well. And then they will align differently. They will have a different perspective on life. I had a person recently, a businesswoman, that uh, I helped become more confident when it comes to setting boundaries and knowing who, what she wants in life. And we did that in one session. Mm -hmm. And before she wasn't confident, she didn't set boundaries, she didn't know what she wanted. And now she at least, she knows that and that is the beginning, but that immediately made a huge change in the way that she communicated with the people around her, including her partner and things like that. And on one hand, it's a small thing if you think about it. But for us, for our, you know, for our lives, it's a huge thing. Some people carry this around for 10, 20, 30 years or even until their death die, you know, and that that ultimately limits their 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 way of living the way of being successful or and because they're self-sabotaging uh their own achieve well things they want to achieve with the, both the clients you've worked with dario how far back in time is the furthest back that you've gone to identify the kind of initial the initial belief a few lifetimes well that's what i was curious as to whether you were going to go back to previous lifetimes that's what yeah. that's, that was what i was curious about whether it was actually things that we've brought in from previous times on the planet rather than you know when you were a two-year-old yeah absolutely absolutely because well everybody has a different belief when it comes to that and i believe personally and i have have seen it is that our soul it has multiple lives when it's been reborn into a different body and sometimes or not sometimes all the time actually every time it's born it's almost like it gets all the memories that we generated in the lifetime before gets captured in a security vault mm. 
and it's there. Now, it's there for a reason. It's literally there so that ultimately it's like a reminder to why you are born, to what, what you need to learn, mm -hmm. so that that, what's been stored in the security world, can ultimately transform you in the next lifetime. So it's almost like every time it goes back, you can compare it to, let's say, it's like a bank. And every time and you are, your soul is almost like looking at what do I need to pay off in order to evolve, almost mm -hmm. like a loan, if you like. Yeah. But because it doesn't want to color what it is that you are supposed to achieve in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. Therefore, you cannot remember consciously. Mm -hmm. The only way that you are getting that key to unlock that vault to get that memory and look at what is it that my purpose is, what do I need to learn right now to evolve, mm -hmm. is when you are ultimately understanding how to communicate and go on uh, in, a, in a trans state to allow yourself to go there and allow the subconscious mind or your soul, if you like, to go into the vault and go here, I open it up for you, here is the path, this is what you need to learn. And once you've done that, then you will close it up again. And that's where the power lies. Ultimately, I had one client, his biggest problem was that he never got love from his mom. Mm. So therefore, he always looked at being in a victim mode and sabotaging himself, mm -hmm. because that was the way that he got loved by other people. And that way he got attention from his mom when he got in trouble because he felt like he wouldn't get that otherwise. So as soon as you real, and then we looked at, so there was a memory when I was five year old, but then there was another memory where like in two lifetimes ago where he had the same kind of issue. And as soon as it was about loving like what he needed to learn was to love himself mm -hmm. so he wouldn't need the love of somebody else mm -hmm. but he didn't love himself even like in the previous life so therefore in this lifetime he carried it on for two lives more in Same this life. lifetime he still needs to learn that mm. so he realized now he's still working on that this is why i'm saying it's not a magical pill but that in itself, in a nutshell, is a revelation that mm -hmm. some people never get. Yeah. Because then when you got that revelation, then you can go, okay, so I can work on myself on that point. And as a result, you have a, an easier life because now you're consciously aware of it and you can actually progress, progress further and evolve through it. Yeah, that's absolutely fascinating. So tell me, are humans able to unlock this kind of soul vault themselves like on their own or do you need the support of someone else to kind of take you back there and, and unlock that i'd say 99 percent of humans i'm sure there's one percent they can do it on their own but they they're very evolved i'd say yeah. like um you know like Hare krishna or uh Deepak Chopra and yeah. uh, even maybe Oprah Winfrey mm -hmm. like those people that are, have been working on themselves all life long yeah um even I myself can do that mm -hmm. yeah and 
but then you need to have worked on yourself quite a while and you have to be evolved in that way and yeah. even then you I have to say, I actually prefer when I actually work with somebody, they can guide me mm. rather than doing it myself, because it's just, it's easier. I'm sure. You know? <laughs> it's easier. So, and, but most people can't because you're not, you know, you're not supposed to think logically, do I, am I doing this right, right now? Is this right now logic or is it my subconscious mind? And the subconscious mind, each person has a different way of communicating. Some people are more visual inclined, others are more auditory and others are more kinesthetic and others have more like a logical internal dialogue. Yeah. And depending what it is that is your primary, that will be the main thing that your subconscious mind will show up when you're asking those kind of questions. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it will be the primary plus another one or two things, but there's always a preferred primary that your subconscious will use. Now, the problem if you were to do it yourself is you need to be in a relaxed state without judgment. Mm -hmm. what do we do as human beings i was gonna say that's really difficult when we're humans is to be without judgment particularly to ourselves exactly we're the best judge judgment judgmenters i'm just making up a word we're yeah. the best people judging ourselves exactly so therefore it's much easier when you have someone like me that guides you for instance because then you can literally let go of trying to be in control and judging things mm -hmm. and trust the process and that's why it it's best to do it with somebody that understands how to actually manage it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Dario, this has been fascinating. I have very, very much enjoyed this conversation. Why don't you tell our listeners where they can find out a little bit more about you, how they can connect with you and all those good things. Sure. Well, the easiest way to connect with me is when you go to my website, dariocucci.net. Um, you can there book yourself in for a 30 minute discovery call with me. We're also happy to give you some tips on how you can improve your own mindset and your communication and sales strategy, if that's what you want. And then we can talk about if you would like to, you know, continue working with me as your coach. And if then that's the case, then I will tell you how we can actually progress and, uh, and work together. And the other thing that, you know, I've written a few books, so you can always find me online on Amazon. There's one book that uh, I wrote a few years back, um, Turn Customers into Profit, mm -hmm. and another book that I wrote, uh, Crossroads to Clarity. But if you are an entrepreneur and you want to learn how about mindset and how you can serve your customers better, Turn Your Customers into, your, uh, into Profit is a good book to buy. Those are the things that you can do. And I'm on available on, you know, you can reach out through LinkedIn or Facebook. Yeah, the easiest way to get in touch with me is through my website, through the booking, because then I ultimately do a Zoom call with you. It will be 30 minutes conversations, just like we are having right now, in a way, just like that. There's no hard selling because I don't believe in that. I believe I'm best serving you when you're ready to work with me without having to convince you that you should be ready. Right, I mean, that's awesome. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, I can do that. So <laughs> it has shown in the past when I do that, then it's ultimately people 
are not actually willing to go that mind, you know, that to put in the work. And one of my philosophies is ultimately you need to want to become your own hero. And if you need to, and you want to become your own hero by working with me, then that's a perfect fit because that means that no matter what you end up, you know, paying for my services, when I give you homework, you will actually do them because you're driven by it, by wanting to improve yourself. If you're not driven by that, um, nothing um, will change. You might get, you know, an improvement, but you will not change because you're not actually willing to work on yourself and become accountable for your own actions. Yeah, that's awesome, Dario. I love that. We'll also, of course, put the links to your books and your website and everything into the show notes as well. So Dario, again, once again, thank you so much for coming on. Um, It has been a great conversation. I've thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. And I'm sure our listeners will as well. Thanks again. Thank you for having me. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you do like what I share, please do come and subscribe to the podcast, perhaps even leave a review so that other people can find this podcast as well and benefit from everything that I am sharing. Also, if you enjoyed, I would love if you want to take a screenshot of this episode, share it out onto your social media platforms. So if you tag me, I can come along, give you a follow, give you a like and some love over there as well. Until next time.